and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Yeah, we're live. Hey, everybody. Um, my head's chopped off um, in this shot. Awesome. That's what you're seeing. Um, our tech team's going to fix that. Hey, glad you're here. Um, I think this is episode, um, actually, 60. I think we're actually on episode 60. I think it tells you 59 in the thing, um, but we're actually episode 60. Um, but we are glad you're here. Um, I don't have a whole lot of a voice because I've spent a lot of time talking this week. Um, we have um, had a long, busy week, which we'll tell you more about in a little bit. Um, but we're just excited that you're here. Um, so glad you're here with us. Um, as always, if you have um, comments, questions, put them there in the section, um, and we will get to them as we go. Hi, Stacy Oakwin. Glad you're back. I don't think you were with us last week, or your name didn't pop up. Um, so I'm glad you're back here with us. Um, yeah, so um, we have been here this week. Um, we had a new program that we started um, called FIAT. Um, of we had, a, a, I guess, three days of service that we did with our young people here. Um, we had about 30 teens that joined us um, and went down to um, Our Lady of Perpetual Help, our sister parish here in Dallas, um, and had the opportunity to serve um, the community there and provide Vacation Bible School um, for the young people there at um, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. So that was really exciting and fun to see all of their, their young kids get excited um, and be a part of um, the program with them. Um, so that was a really fun week. Spent a lot of time talking, hence not having a voice. You can probably put it down just a little bit. Yeah. That one. Yep. Um, so yeah, we are here this week. Um, we're going to be talking about that some more. Um, I'll have some friends joining me shortly. Um, and uh, currently sharing the coffee chat video. So if you want to do the same, that would be great. Why don't you tell us who your favorite saint is? My favorite saint. Or which um, saint this week is being kind of calling out to you? Well, I'm super excited because shortly before Coffee Chat, I learned from our friends at Sacrilegious that um, if you haven't checked out Sacrilegious, you should do it. Um, one of these days, Scott Williams is... Um, we're going to get some kind of endorsement from Sacrilegious at some point. I'm kind of convinced. I think it just, you know, how many times can uh, I shout them out? Um, you know, but I finally had a friend join me over here. Oh, Look yeah. who it is. And my head is also <laughs> cut <laughs> off. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I'll just. Nope. You... I'll just sit like this the rest of coffee chat. Mm. Yes, that is my hair. Hello, everybody. Welcome to coffee chat with me 
and Chelsea. But you can't see her right now. Um, you know what? I didn't wear my socks today because I knew that the camera wouldn't be able to aim at my feet anyway. So, um, back to Sacrilegious. Um, we, I learned that they have new socks that are with our friends over... Um, and they have a new sock with St. Kateri on it. I'm super excited. Um, they have a quote on them from her, and I believe, like, she's on them from what I could tell. Um, so I'm really excited about that if you haven't checked out Sock Religious. Um, but, yeah, I just love St. Kateri. And, gosh, five or six summers ago, I had the opportunity to go and visit um, her. Um, I guess it was her shrine up in D.C., no, New York area. My bad. Um, and so, um, I'm. I just love Saint Kateri. Um, so much about her um, being one of the, I guess, first saints of the United States. And um, we just, we now have a full house here. Um, and so I'm really excited. <laughs> well, you can't tell. Perfect. <laughs> well, our friend Andrew Hello. is now here. Hello. How's it going? Um, you know, not sure what's happening there. Um, I can try. That's so. Hello. How's it going? Nope. That's not working either. So I'm back. Um, here's what you can do. Um, but yeah, so come check out our friends at Sacrilegious. Um, one of our cameras doesn't want to work today, so you may have to look at one of us at a time. Um, Keep going. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but yes, excuse the horse voice. I've spent a lot of time talking this week um, to all of our young people. Um, and so... Hello! It's, really great. <laughs> it's all of us. There's more of us. Hello. Oh, is there more? We do exist in the same room. <laughs> Wait, which one is which? <laughs> the one on the right. right. <laughs> it's the one that's live right now. <laughs> Sorry, friends. With the horse voice comes lack of sleep and not a whole lot of coffee, so things like this happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that would be my saint of the week. Paul, what's, who's your saint of the week? Uh, yeah, so gonna just be totally selfish on this one. It's me. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, St. Peter and Paul. Oh, uh, their feast day you was died Tuesday. and died. became a saint. Congrats. You know wow. what? Wow. <laughs> Not the worst thing somebody said to me today. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, no, uh, St. Peter and Paul. Um, and really, as, as I was thinking about uh, this for this week with, with who's going to be our saint uh, or who my saint was going to be, um, thinking about them, I really reflected on like the how not good they were sometimes i mean i i think saint peter just gets kind of a bad rap um i think he did a lot of things that most of us would have done right um he he denied jesus but he did so out of fear um jesus forgives him for that he walks on water but he also sinks um get behind these satan right after he was told that he was going to be the rock that the church was going to be built on um a lot of things and in saint paul we know that you know he was responsible for the death of many christians before his own conversion um so there's a lot there with those three of like or sorry those two where it's like <laughs> you weren't always great but you did it when it counted you know when it mattered and, and god's love and mercy and um just the, the faith that they had once 
it was revealed to them in different ways. Um, they still made some mistakes, but ultimately they did what they could to follow Christ. And uh, great models for the church. Obviously, we, we know that they're responsible for a lot of the early Christians uh, after the death of Christ, you know, along with a lot of the other apostles. But um, yeah, St. Peter and Paul. So Paul, why do we celebrate us. their feast day together? Why do we celebrate their feast day together? Uh-huh. Alphabetically, it makes sense. It makes sense. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Paul, Peter. It's a great answer. They were going to add Polycarp, but they, they were like, no, nah, that's just too yet. many. Yeah. Let's reserve three for the archangels. Paul, Paul Peter, I don't know. Polycarp? Actually, you know what? <laughs> they, so they, they didn't always celebrate them together. They used to have the individual feast days. And I read about it one time, why they do it together, and now I don't remember. Um, there, there is a exact reason for it. Uh, but I don't, I don't recall what it was. They, they did used to have individual feast days as well. I like but, the alphabetical. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and you know, like I said, they didn't want to add Polycarp because they only reserved three for the archangels. Okay. Yeah, except July twelfth. Yeah, that's a good one. That's got three big. Yeah, we won't get into that until July fourteenth on Coffee Chats. Stay tuned. So how about you, Andrew? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, wait, what? what's July 12th now? July 15th. July 15th is a Thursday? No. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. stay tuned. July 15th. It's a Thursday. Saints of lots of things. Saints of lots of things. <laughs> lots of saints on a day with lots of saints things. Yes. Not, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of dates in the church that are celebrated with multiple other saints. Yes. So, yeah, the yes, alphabetical yes, yes. thing clearly makes no sense. Um, <laughs> On that note, Andrew. Anyway, Padre Pio. Uh, see, he would have been too early in the alphabet, so they had to really... Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find out why. I'm, if you're still watching, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I apologize for whatever just happened. So, Andrew, who would be <laughs> your, uh, your saint um, I was, of this week? Yeah, I was thinking about um, St. Francis. Uh, actually, just the regular first St. Francis uh, of CZ. And uh, I remember a couple years back, I read a biography of him that was by, I think, G.K. Chesterton, um, which I love his style of writing, so that was just kind of perfect. Mm -hmm. And just talking through his life, and um, you know, there's so much that we think we know that's more legend, and just kind of parsing that out. And like, no matter who he really was on that front, like, he really obviously like was ridiculously committed to the faith, um, mm -hmm. and everyone knew that at the time. And it was so contagious that people wanted to to be around him. And, and so it was just um, it's cool to hear that it's just it's always a great story to uh, a real a true story, of course. But it's a great story to hear uh, more about his life and just the the amount of impact that he had by just being as holy as he possibly could. Um, and just yeah, that's yeah, somebody always to look up to. Very good. We always hear about like the animals and the birds and stuff, and that that's cool. But there's also like there's there's so much more to him. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's a really cool saint to get to know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great saints of the week. Yeah. Lots Anybody of, out there have any new saints saying. of the week? Stacy, they want to share with us. Ask the question: Are they on the same pair of socks? Which would be fascinating. What if Ooh. like you had a Saint Peter sock and a Saint Paul? Like, do you have to buy two pair of socks, or is it one pair of socks and it's just one of each of one each sock? Or are they like on opposite ends of the sock? Like one's on the left side, one's on the right side. I don't know. Yeah. I bet you they have one on 
the left sock and the right sock. See, I would love like a, a like I, I would just buy a St. Paul pair of socks and a St. Peter pair of socks. And then on, on Tuesday, I would have just wore both. Like, your socks don't match. Oh, but they do. <laughs> Let me tell you. And Let me tell you why. And here's why. <laughs> yeah. I don't Great evangelization why. tool. It, uh, yeah. Especially, so. like, in the airport when you're traveling on the Feast of St. Peter and Paul, because, you know, everybody would do that intentionally, right? Yeah, yeah, when you have I, to take your socks off, someone's like, you're wearing mismatched socks. Wait, you take your socks off at the airport now? No. Take your socks off. Take your shoes off. Take your shoes off to see your socks. It's been a little while, yeah. but That's geez. what I've been saying. I mean, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you you don't take your socks off. You take your shoes off, and someone's like, you're wearing mismatched socks. Catherine just said that her friend got confirmed and selected the saint that Erica can never remember. Um, also <laughs> known as St. Augustine's mother, St. Monica. So Erica shout out, Erica. Had to throw some shade since you decided not to be here today. <laughs> um, how about scripture passages? Anything really standing out to you guys? Um, We... This week we were working on it. We we're probably gonna talk about this with the VBS with. I told him a little bit about it. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, with we'll talk some more about it. Awesome. But the VBS with the uh, students over at Old Our Lady of Perpetual Help, um, with our kids being volunteers. So it was a little bit of everybody. But um, I was in the Bible story station for this week, so um, it was it was always fun. I, I don't get to work with the, the littler kids as much, so it was an adventure yeah. to try and remember how to or to figure out just for the first time how to do that. Um, but the the story of David, uh, what they did on the first day of Saul anointing, or um, Samuel anointing him as king, um, and the lesson was like God knows you because He knows that like David wasn't the biggest or the strongest, and yet He um, He saw that He was the best person for the to be king. Um, and just the more I thought about that story, just like how incredibly frustrating that was. Uh, probably from that point on, because there was like I don't know how long it was, but it was years before he could actually be king even though he like knew he was king. Yeah. David. Something like 20 years. Something like 20, like 20 years. years, yeah. And yep. so just the thought of like, uh, yeah, just that, that story's been kind of sitting with me all week. Yeah. With, um, yeah. I, I definitely think that's interesting of like the anointing of David and like that he knew what his call was, but that the Lord works through each of us in the time that I guess we're doing whatever it is we're being called to at that, that given moment. Um, and there may be something else that the Lord calls us to later, um, but we kind of overlook the fact that like we're being prepared for whatever we may be appointed to at a later time. Um, you know, kind of with the, the same thing. Um, so I have always loved the story of David. Yeah. Um, and we just think, oh, like David was king, but we like completely skip over the fact that like he was anointed at one time and wasn't appointed till later. Right. Um, yeah, and that was even like day two's story was still King David like hiding from King Saul and just like trying to explain that to the kids without getting too much into it. Like, well, he was the king, but also he was the king. And, and, and this king didn't like that, but he was the king, but he was hiding in a cave, but he was king. Yeah, just. <laughs> but he was king. But he was king. And, but he was not, but he was the king. Yeah. What about you, Paul? So in 258 AD, uh, Saints Peter and Paul began celebrating their feast day on the same day because of their combined martyrdom. Uh, and so in a sermon by St. Augustine of Hippo, the one who was related to St. Monica, in the year 395, he said that both apostles shared this same feast day, for these two are as one, and even though they suffered on different days, they were as one in their mission. 
Peter went first and Paul followed. And so we celebrate this day made holy for us by the apostles' blood. Let us embrace what they believe, their life, their labors, their sufferings, their preaching, and their confession of faith. So to answer all the questions that you had about Saints Peter and Paul, that's why. Uh, so the church also talks about their martyrdom may not have been on the same day, but it was definitely because of the same mission. Uh, so that answers that. And then scripture passage. I was actually, um, Andrew, I think, has said um, more than once the reading from Esther. So also floating around um, Vacation Bible School stuff at Our Lady of Perpetual Help, I, I kind of made my home base in the Bible stories room uh, because it was kind of in the middle of the whole school. And also, I like Bible stories. Um, and so they had this poster of Esther, and they had this little guidebook. And the quote that was on top of the guidebook was the one that Andrew has pointed out, I think a number of times when we've talked about scripture passages, is that you were made for a time such as this. Um, and it was really, uh, when, I, when I read it, I kind of teased Andrew a little bit about it, but then I also started thinking about uh, how cool it was to experience what we did over the last week mm-hmm. with the Vacation Bible School program. So we were working with kids from uh, as young as three to our high school seniors mm-hmm. um, and, and just the different layers of what was going on. Um, so I guess we can just dive right into more conversation about that. Um, yeah. But I actually, I'm going to let Chelsea uh, explain a little bit about uh, what we were doing over there so that Andrew can put the camera on her and fix whatever's going yes. on with the big camera. <laughs> I that, was thinking of doing that. It's like cutting her in yeah, half anyway. Just a little bit, so, yeah. So. Um, we're going to, yeah. That would help. Chelsea, <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit about what we did this week? <laughs> that one's good. Um, yeah, so to just kind of elaborate more on what I was telling you guys earlier. Um, so our young people with um, our service week um, went down to OPH, and we had um, some of our teams with us that were from 6th grade to um, 12th graders. And... They have the opportunity to go and serve the um, younger children over at um, OPH in, in their school. Um, and so we had them kind of, we kind of did a modified version of VBS. Um, and so we had some, we did some rotations and some sta- stations that we had. Um, we had the typical VBS um, per- stations of um, KidVid where we showed them a video um, and discussed that. Um, and all the videos incorporated different um, scripture passages and how um, the Lord worked, um, and even this this young man's life um, of loving to like learn a whole lot about um, oh my gosh, what were these things called? Rubik's cubes, um, and just in how much he knows about that. That um, in in a similar way for children, like the Lord knows about them, and like he has to spend time learning about that, and so to get to know more about God, they've got to like spend time learning about him. Um, and so we had, um, as Andrew discussed, Bible stories. We had some crafts that were connected to the Bible story theme of treasured. Um, we sang some fun, catchy songs um, that are still uh, so a thing catchy. I was singing in my sleep last night. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, won't, we won't sing for you today, no worries. Um, don't run away, we maybe won't sing for you, or I will not sing for you. Um, <laughs> and we're going back to that. <laughs> um, yes. But it was really fun to just um, be with the young children and 
experience their joy um, and then have the opportunity to do something different um, than some of the academic stuff they had been doing um, the other days. And I know they were excited to, to meet new friends and to hang out with the big kids, as they call them, um, and just provide an opportunity for them that they might not have had otherwise. I think my favorite part, I don't know about you guys, was probably singing and dancing in the afternoons with like the three and four year olds. I, th I think that was probably the most fun. Just yeah. there was zero coordination from oh, yeah. I think any of us. Um, but it was like somewhat of like a mosh pit kind of like, let's just jump up and down because we can. Yeah. Um, but also they're like three. Anyway. They're all like three. <laughs> Although it was really funny at this little boy that was sitting in my lap yesterday. Um, and we had kind of become little buddies. I would go and play out the playground with them and at different points we came. And Paul was talking to the group and um, he said something about Jesus loving them very much. And I was like, I kind of bent down a little bit. I was like, Jesus loves you. And he said, nope. And I was like, well, he does. Well, well that <laughs> wasn't a very effective message that said, I was sharing. I said, well, do you love Jesus? And he said, nope. I said, well, um, he loves you anyway. He loves you anyway. <laughs> and he was like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> so no this three-year-old and I were having this little dialogue of like, Jesus loving you. And he was like, but where is he? I was like, oh gosh, more than a three-year-old can handle at three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was just right. a fun experience. They just got up from nap. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what happened? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean it was it was really cool. So we had we had what twenty five of our teams. We had about twenty five teams. We had like eight helpers uh, that did different things throughout the week. Uh, so we went to mass every day and then drove down there. Um, and uh, we had some rock star kids who who were like, "Hey, we need you to do this real quick," and they were like, "Okay, we'll just do it." Um, and so that was a lot of fun. And they did like the songs and dances to start everything off with. And I think it was kind of fun to watch. So VBS is not intended to be for middle school students, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've, we've all looked at it here at All Saints and Kathy's done a really good job of like, hey, once they're going into that sixth grade year, mm -hmm. why don't we let them um, come help out and volunteer? But their summer camp program that they had and had some of the older kids. And I, I went back to the back on Monday morning and I, was, I tapped one of the kids on his on his arm, and I was like, "Hey, what's that?" And he's like, "That's my arm." And I was like, well, "What's this?" And he's like, "That's my other arm." And I was like, "Well, I don't see them moving. So, do they work?" And he was like, "This dance is lame." By the end of the week, he's one of the kids in the back. It's like, Aah! and I'm like, "That's awesome." Uh, you know, so it was it was really a lot of fun to 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 be with those kids, be with our kids, and then to watch. Um, our group kind of come out of their shells and participate more and be more open and be more flexible and watching their group do the same thing in a very different way of they kind of came out of their shells and they were like fully embracing everything that was going on and they were like yes i'm on board let's do it and uh you know we had kind of the, the weird like call and response that we would do um and so whenever we would say like god knows you they would yell out like we are treasured and the first day when we were there, everybody was helped setting up rooms. So it was just me in there with them and some of their, they had a, a three nuns, four nuns, three nuns. They were helping us out with different things. 
Um, and the first day when we were in there, I was like, God knows you. And so you're going to say, we are treasured. And I was like, God knows you. And they were like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And so it was like a contest of seeing, like, who can be louder in the room, all 38 of them or me. And it, and I, like, the nuns came up to me afterwards. They are like, it's not fair because you're really loud. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. Um, and, and I was like, they'll get it. And by the end of the week, right, like, even by Monday afternoon, and when it was like, God knows you, like, they were blowing my ears off. I was like, oh, this is awesome. So, yeah, it was really cool to see how they got into it. The other thing that I, I had shared with our group yesterday was um, I, the first morning I had one of the, like, four-year-olds came up and gave me a fist bump. And so I was trying to fist bump the other kids. I had a hand. It was like, no, buddy. They all just walked right by me. They were like, nah, he's weird, which that's fine. Um, by the end of the week, they were walking up to me and asking for fist bumps. They were like, hey, Mr. Paul, can I get a fist bump? And I'm like, yeah, here you go. And so that was a lot of fun. So how about for you? What was your experience for the week? Yeah, it was it was awesome. And um, yeah, I think you mentioned this to just like throughout the week, everybody kind of getting that much more into it. Um, but especially being able to thinking of, of our teens that were volunteering mm -hmm. and this was a, so much of the week was VBS for the other kids but the week actually overall was the service week for them mm -hmm. um, and just being able to see them uh, take on the things that were in front of them uh, I think that was really cool I was at you know, in the Bible story room and so uh, the first day and a half maybe it was mostly like I'm gonna tell you all the story and then you guys can help like you guys will help do stuff and it was still very timid of like wait what are we doing what do we do, we do? Mm -hmm. uh, but by yesterday I just sat back and, and the our three teens that were in there were just were just doing the whole thing and it was chaos it was it was wild but I mean they were they were willing to just be up there and have fun with the kids yeah um, and you know in previous years when we've done mission trips or mission possible or other service things like this you know there's there's so many different kinds of things going on uh, but this year I think it was really cool for the kids that were there to be able to experience like um, not just like doing physical things as acts of service or just um, but being <laughs> present to those kids uh, and kind of stepping out of their comfort zone as an act of mm -hmm. charity and I think that was really cool to see kind of grow throughout the week and then mm -hmm. so much like immediate reward for a lot of our teens and right. the kids to see that it was it was really really cool yeah it was it was really fun to watch them kind of grow and um, I guess recognize skills that they have that I think we often see <laughs> that. Um, you wanted a personal audience today. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. That we often see that they don't realize that they have and that they just really stepped into it um, and realize that they have the ability to do things that someone hadn't given their, them opportunity before. Create one little girl who, um, we would, often, we would come back in the afternoons and we would process and talk about um, exciting things that they had during the day. Um, we would talk about like what their favorite part was and then something that they learned. Um, and one young woman said, oh, I learned that I could lead. And I was like, yeah, you can. Um, but I think she just had never been given an opportunity. It was like, go ahead, you can do this. Um, and so I think they realized that they kind of, you know, grew into some um, and were able to identify some skills that they have that they had never you know been able to recognize before 
Um, and it was really fun to process with them some of the things that they recognized throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was it was great to with the car that I had. I had a, a couple of the guys who I had one that was helping out with Bible study, and I had two that were helping out with. Um, the first and second graders. These are two like seventh grade boys, uh, or actually like sixth and seventh. Uh, and one of them was just like, I, I don't want to work with the little kids. Don't even work with the little kids. And sure enough, it like pulled up on my spreadsheet that I was like, oh, I assigned this poor kid to little kids. <laughs> um, then like I think it was Tuesday afternoon, they were like, man, I'm so, I got the best group. Like my group's the best group. Like uh, these these kids do this, and this kid does this, and we were playing games in the gym, and he did this, and like then we were sitting at lunch, and he just came and sat next to me. I just wanted to be near me again, and I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. Like you've got a little buddy, and they would play soccer together in, in the game time in the afternoon. So they, I, I mean, they really enjoyed it, and right, like it was one of those things where it was like, I'm a seventh grader. Don't give me responsibility because I'm a seventh grader. And you know that people don't think we're responsible. And sure enough, they were one of those groups that we ended up having a lot of floating adults with different things for different reasons. And so they ended up being one of the groups that, like, they didn't have an adult with them the whole time outside of sister uh, who was in their group. But, yeah, I mean, they didn't have, like, one of our adult, our adults uh, with them at all times. And yet they still they led incredibly well. We had some of our high school kids that at one point in time, like, we had to turn to and be like, I'm gonna have to leave you in this room in charge of all these things. When the kids come in, they'll help out with X, Y, Z, and they got everything done. They, like they did it. Yeah. You know, there was uh, I, I I bragged on this group quite a bit and said that like this was one of the easiest and best groups I've ever worked with, and it's absolutely true. I mean, I, I'm you know I've been doing this a long time, so I'm sure I'm offending somebody in saying that, but like the reality was like these guys were rock stars. They were rock man. stars. They, they, we yeah. didn't have to micromanage them we didn't have to like um call them out on a lot of things and like yeah. we didn't have to be like stop being on your phone like they, they weren't on their phones very much yeah. like they were really great they did a great job yeah. so and I, and I think it's a, you know I've always been a big um proponent of the idea of like how we continue to grow the catholic family um every parish I've I've worked with whenever there was my me transitioning or somebody else transitioning that was always the message of this is an opportunity for us to continue to expand mm-hmm. our reach and right. the the family uh universal family of catholics mm-hmm. um, so yeah it was great <laughs> catherine and eric are having a spat in our chat about spelling of names <laughs> so, yeah. in our chat girl <laughs> erica you just got called out sister yeah erica <laughs> With a K. You better Catherine blame it on. You better blame it on autocorrect. That's all I. Yeah. <laughs> Erica said goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come back. It's okay. People spell your names all the time wrong. Erica, you should know how she feels. <laughs> um, how did being tired at Fiat amplify your prayer for the week? You know, that's that's a great question, Catherine. Um, that Andrew's going to answer. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Delegation. Nice. Um, honestly, yeah, that's that's a that's a good question. Um, the we were we, I was pointing this out last night. We had the end of the day with the uh, like our last hour, our last half hour yesterday was 
was our sort of talk. We were, we were processing earlier in the afternoon, but then we would do some more kind of projects on site, and then we'd do dinner, and then we'd have some free time. And, then, and so we, the end of, very end of the day, I was trying to count it, and of course I was tired, so I couldn't count to 30. But it was like our 30th hour of the week, at least of the kids being there, and it was you know, a couple extra for us. Yeah. Um, and, and so the, I, I'm just going to keep gesturing to everyone. Um, <laughs> it's more fun if I do. Um, and throughout the talk, I kept like screwing up my words and I just, I couldn't put a whole sentence together because I was exhausted. Um, but I realized like, as I was talking, like that, that was the point I was trying to get at. It was like, we are exhausted. You guys are exhausted. Some of y'all are falling asleep and I totally get it. Um, because it's our 30th hour of just doing stuff. You could have been at home you know, doing nothing, watching Netflix, right. you know, and that's, right. that's fine, but, um, but you're not, you're here and you're doing, you're doing this, you were giving of yourself um, and just talking about like going and playing soccer with a bunch of kids is very different than like being Jesus on the cross, but realizing that like whatever it is that you're doing in, in this situation or another, you know, any other time that you're called to do something, you have the chance to serve somebody, like you're, you're giving of yourself in some way. Yeah. Um, and the, the example we kept coming back to throughout the week was like being open to like dancing at the beginning and end of the day with the little kids. And that like that was very much like a, a comfort zone for, for everyone, including myself, um, of just like, yeah, that, that's the moment where you're being called just like go a little bit past what you're comfortable with right. and give that much more of your pride up and, or whatever yeah. it is. And, um, and I think that helped a lot for the kids and for, for me as well. Throughout the week, I think that was um, kind of the the way to think about it. Was especially after COVID, there's there's not been much of anything that's lasted for that long in that short period of time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of sort of being nervous about like, am I going to be able to do a ten hour day with all of the the teens? I haven't done that yet. And just right. being able to remember like, well, one, Jesus died on the cross for you, so shut up, you can be fine. But also, <laughs> but. But then, Truth. honestly, taking that Jesus died for you. Yeah, like there's, there's not a whole lot that you can come back at that way. Right. But um, but then taking that a step further, if not just like shut up. But also, like this is a chance for you to actually step into the person of Christ just a little bit more, um, and to step that much further into faith uh, and hope and love, which we were talking about yesterday. And so I think, um, yeah, being exhausted was definitely a. a, a Real. In a, yeah, real. But it was, it was also a, a good way to, a, a relatively new way, again, to experience prayer and uh, yeah. appreciate what was going on. Yeah. I would definitely um, echo that. Um, I think it was Tuesday night. We had in process with the teens, and it was like, okay, guys, like, we're all just going to have to really, like, lean in tomorrow and, like, dig deep and, like, figure out wherever that energy is coming from because <laughs> it's not going to be anything natural like it, it's going to be truly just a miraculous almost superpower of like it's coming from Jesus it ain't coming from you know anything I mean caffeine helps but it doesn't do it all um, but it's, it's how do we look at that and um, really just um, kind of push forward and like your prayer becomes like almost very like raw and authentic of like any point that like Jesus was struggling like it was almost like a uniting with him um like in those moments of like I don't have a lot left but like 
we can like all do this together. Um, so yeah, no, the exhaustion was definitely real, <laughs> you know. I, uh, we got out of mass Wednesday morning. I was walking down the hall, and one of our adults was just <laughs> <laughs> laid back in the, in the lobby of the uh, Camel Life Center. And I was like, "What are What are you doing?" And she was like, "How are you not so tired?" I was like, "Oh no, I'm dead inside." <laughs> and I was like, "I am spent, but there's no time for sleep. I can do that when I'm dead." Um, let's go. Like, you know, and, and then like we walked into the gym yesterday, and I think you were still kind of shuffling around different things and taking care of things. And I was like, "Circle up, let's pray." And that was our prayer. I was like, "It's Wednesday." Wednesday is the hardest week, the hardest day of a work week with with these mission trips and things. This is where you've been spending all of your time, all of your energy, and you get to today and you just want to collapse. And then you get to Thursday and you're like, oh no, this is almost over. And then you get to Friday and you're like, oh my gosh, it's ending. And so you still have all that energy and so you're stuck on Wednesday. Well, we don't get a downhill <laughs> on this, right? Like, you guys are still looking at it as a week, and maybe that's on us because I, I keep calling it a, a service week. But it was like, today is going to be your hardest day, and you could see it. Like, they were dragging. Like, their their posture was just like, I'm done. They couldn't even hold up their lunch boxes. I was like, come on, guys. And then I, I, I just said, I was like, look, here's the thing. You guys have been awesome. You guys have been so great. And part of that is because you have been such great role models to these kids. Dig down. Be the role models. Continue yeah. that. Continue that energy. Give 100% today like you've given so far because now that's what they expect of you and, and it's what you're capable of. And they did, man. I mean, they, they rocked out Wednesday. I, one of the kids fell asleep in the back of my car. Uh, they were <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, because they were, they were waving to everybody. Were, we we hit a lot yeah. of traffic yesterday and so they were waving like crazy. They were like, ah, I want to see how many people get to wave. And I, I turned around and I was like, Hey, why'd you stop that? Oh, you're asleep. <laughs> and he's just like collapsed in the back. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, if I wasn't driving, I'd be too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, I am driving and I might. Oh, um, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it was just, uh, it, it's it's exhausting, right? And you do you do dig down and, and you got to think of like, it's not as easy to say sometimes to the kids, but you're absolutely right. Like, hey, imagine what Jesus was going through. Like, think about like, he spent an entire day preparing for the the Passover feast, has the Passover feast, gets arrested at night, spends an entire night awake before he's put on trial, then he's beaten, and then he's made to carry his own cross. Like, he gets what exhaustion is. Like, right. he gets that. He, that is part of the suffering that he was going through, right? Like, imagine, like, him falling on the way to Calvary is not just because he's beaten and broken, but it's just tired mm -hmm. right and and we get there and and jesus understands that and yet he still has the strength to do what he what he did on the cross you know to forgive the people who hurt him and to to fulfill all of these missions and it's the same thing right it, not in the same way obviously playing soccer in the gym is not the same as being on the cross um but it is one of those things of like if you want to know what you can do when you're struggling because you are tired, look at Christ. Like, he gets that. It is part of his humanity. Um, and so it is. It's like, dig down, give 100%, because you're capable of 100%. There will be time to collapse when you get home. 
And then, of course, you know, they get home and they're like, oh, they get on their Xbox. <laughs> it's like they're on their phones again. And you're like, go to sleep. Like, you, right. you were, Your body you were burning yourself out all week. Get yeah. some rest. So, yeah. I think it was interesting to see them at the beginning of the week. They were kind of timid and kind of hesitant of like, I mean, it's like a kid going into new school and just yeah. make, you know, trying to make new friends type of environment. Um, type of situation and I think it was fun to watch them as they kind of became fr- like we had a couple of the girls that like they realized they were the same age as some of the older kids um, and like were becoming friends they were like you know all, all that kind of thing um, but in conversation with them later um, just recognizing that like anytime you're becoming friends and kind of how that happens because they're so used to being around and we all are you're used to being around people and that's how you make friends you know of people that like the same things that you do and care about the same things that you do and probably live in your neighborhood and do the same you know um but recognizing that like the quick way to become friends is like finding common ground and seeing what you share with them and the likes and dislikes and you know passions and um one wise young man was just kind of going this whole thing of like recognizing that um there were several of the young children that um we were with that some of them um i think spanish was an easier language to communicate in than english and some of them that you know no spanish or whatnot um and they realized that it was easier to communicate with them um, with their first language than it was in English. Um, and I think the the moment that they realized that it broke down so many barriers because they had such an easier pathway of communicating. Um, and so it was very wise of him when he kind of shared that moment and I was like, okay, you get it. Like, it was just, it was a really fun moment to watch them kind of. And several of the other kids were just having this kind of light bulb moment of, oh, I get it, you know. So it was it was really fun to watch them in that in that way. Also, I had to to laugh. One of the kids on Monday, as we were packing stuff up, uh, comes up to me and they're like, "Hey, I don't know if you thought of this. Uh, this would all be a lot easier if you gave us name tags." And I was like, "Like you guys wear name tags?" And they're like, "No, no, no, no. I don't <laughs> want to wear a name tag for them to wear name tags." And I was like, "You know what?" You're probably right, but we're late, so get in the car, right? <laughs> so everybody loads up, we get down there. This is also the same kid that yesterday, as kids are walking by in the hallway, called every single one of them by their names. And so I said to him, I was like, you still need name tags? And he goes, well, no. And I was like, look, name tags would have been great on Monday yeah. as a thing, but then you wouldn't have taken the time to sit and talk to them to get to know their names. Right. I was like, so maybe... Maybe it was planned. It wasn't. Maybe but, you had thought of this. But <laughs> maybe I thought of that already. I didn't, but it worked out perfectly. <laughs> it worked out perfectly, uh, right? Because holy spirit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a fun week. It was. That was a. That was a good thing to do, and uh, I'll. I'll reach out to that. So they. They gave us some salsa yesterday. Did you try it? No, I did not. Did you I try? Oh. So good. Yeah. So good. Is it hot? Yeah. Uh. So the red one was. It was one of those things that, like, you could I, you could eat a whole bowl. Could or did? I ate a whole bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I shared some with my wife. And, and, like, by the end, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like my salsa. 
Uh, I ate like a, the whole bowl of the red one, and I was like, "This is really good." This whole bowl, really or good. whole really. jar. I didn't. I didn't eat the whole jar. <laughs> I had to save some to have again later today. Um, but I, I ate like a bowl, and when I got done, I was like, "It's good. It wasn't real spicy." And then all of a sudden, it kicked in, and I was like. I need some water. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't, like, overpowering. No, and then the green, which is the hot one. So they gave me one of those as well. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like hot stuff? Like, here you go. And I was like, yes, I'm super excited. I had a little bit, and I was like, oh, that's really, really good. Oh, that's hot. I was like, okay, there it is. It, so it's not like one of those, like, sauces that as soon as you eat it, it's so hot that you don't like it. It's one of those that, like, got the nice slow burn where you're like, ah, where's my Tums? <laughs> Where are and my you antacids? Feel it. You because feel it my the whole insides way down. are on fire. fire. <laughs> but it was it was so good. I am excited for a bowl of the green salsa when I get home. So And I, I may uh may save the the red salsa for some time. Oh my goodness, man. When it I'm like ready good. for a good uh Yeah. Good burn. <laughs> they they kinda jokingly were like, We 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 will pay you as volunteers in salsa and enchiladas. And I was like, This is my currency. You're speaking my love language. I accept. (laughs) Yeah, my love language is food. And salsa is probably one of my favorites, if not that. That might have been one of my favorite conversations throughout the week of outside of the service focused stuff that was non VBS related. Mm -hmm. um, Was just having the whole conversation about like the difference in cultural the cultural food. And specifically like people, and, and yeah, just cooking yeah. and, um, but yeah, one of the ladies there, she was hilarious. She was like, "I don't really know. I don't cook." <laughs> I was cracking <laughs> yeah. up. So their science teacher is something else that's really cool. He's building air conditionings right now, like portable air conditionings that you put in homes with styrofoam ice chests. Um, wow. And so that's what they were working on so in the morning before we got there. Project, is yeah. that so? <laughs> it's like you get. It, he's like. You cut the holes for the fans, but you have to cut the holes perfectly so that the fan stays in, in this right position, and you use PVC pipes out through the top and the ice. And so he's building all of this with them, which is really, really They're cool. Doing They're doing really a lot cool of stuff. really yeah. cool stuff. And he's doing it with like the little kids too, like oh, first really? grade and the middle. Uh, so he's doing all this. So last week we went down to visit. And we went to talk to him, and uh, they were getting ready for their festival, which was on Sunday. Um, and he was sharing with me about like the brisket tacos that he was gonna make and the rub that he uses and uh, like these brisket tacos and Miss Perez's enchiladas apparently are like, they sell out like that, right? Uh, but also last week they made solar ovens. Mm-hmm. And so we got down there was last you, week, uh, I think it was like Thursday or Friday, it was I don't Thursday. It was Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> and we walk in and immediately they're like, oh, we're so glad you're here. We're so excited for next week. Do you want to try some of these brownies? They're disgusting. <laughs> it was funny. And so like, my response was like, my favorite thing is when people say, this is absolutely disgusting here, you try it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like the kids with the old brown smelly markers. It's like, oh, it smells like poop. Smell it. It's like, no, why would I do that? <laughs> uh, so we we're all laughing about how terrible these brownies are because they had tried it. And then I found out the kids helped make them. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. And so I must have had like what, like that much of a bite. It wasn't, it wasn't that much. much of a bite. And I took a bite of it and I just started laughing hysterically. I was dying because the 
I thought I might be dying. Oh, <laughs> so the brownies had like consistency of like a clump of sand that you find on a beach that somehow like hardened a little bit, and then somebody drowned in oil, and so it was. <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. And so we were laughing so hard. And then, of course, they had their festival where they had all this amazing, great food. And, uh, yeah. I'm kind of sad I didn't go out there. I forgot about it. It's just, it's really cool what they're doing down there with their summer school program. Um, It's a fun community. The nuns are fantastic. Nuns are just amazing. And so, yeah, it was really, you know, I I think I shared this yesterday with our kids during prayer also. Uh, Use the energy of the young people because they're excited right they're not drained from the work that they've had all week they're just excited that we're keep coming so use that energy and then remember that like they're just excited that you want to be there and be around them so that uh, all of these things are happening Uh, and I don't remember what my point was (laughs) so never mind that's okay I was like "What, what did I say to them yesterday about that and now I don't remember so, never mind. That's okay. <laughs> that is all right. Clearly, this is my first cup of coffee. <laughs> Drink some more coffee. Yes, Catherine, um, please save that as your pep talk for Stephenville next weekend. Because um, um, yes. I have some pep talks in my bag, but um, we always need more. My pep talk at lunch yesterday was just go finish. <laughs> just all, do it. It's like, wait, that's that's all you've got? And I was like, yeah. I'm tired too. <laughs> We're all tired. Go do your jobs. Go do go your jobs. Rocket. Um, yeah. You can do this. Hey, y'all. Is it, hey, is, it, is it that time? It is. It is that time. Even if it isn't. <laughs> it it is sure that is. <laughs> it is that time. You can be hype when you need to be. Thank you, Catherine. I can be hype. We appreciate that. It's always good to have a hype. Alright, what order are we going in? You, Andrew, me? Mm-hmm. Alright, here yeah. we go. <laughs> that- and it took me a minute to realize who you was. It's like, <laughs> there's only you. There was there was still, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it hurts. <laughs> and go. Would you rather have webbed feet or webbed hands? Webbed feet? Uh, hands. Feet. What? Funny gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Just mittens. I'll hide these in my funny gloves. <laughs> you good? Um, Lightning round with thunder questions. Would you rather have very smelly feet or hair that smells like lasagna? (laughs) Smelly feet? We're just going to have lots of feet questions today. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go with smelly feet because at least you can contain it. Yeah, I'm going to go with smelly feet because you can contain them in your shoes. Um, Would you rather have four arms or four legs? Arms. 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 Because then you can hold all four years. Man, I can get all kinds of things done. <laughs> four arms. Yeah. Would you rather eat dog food or cat food? Uh, sometimes I feed my dog human food, so I'll go dog food. <laughs> as long as with the table scraps. <laughs> there we go. I like that. I'll, I'll go with that as well. Dog, yeah. Dog food. yeah. Pass. Would you rather have an ice cream cake? I don't cake? want to throw up just thinking about that. Or a bakery yeah. cake. 
Ice, ice cream. What's a bakery a cake? A bakery Kelsey? cake. No. Why? <laughs> the ice cream cake. Just just because of the name. I'm going to go with ice cream cake. I'm going to go with ice cream cake, too. Um, <laughs> I just had to bring that one back. Okay. Um, no, those are <sighs> Would you rather be a scientist or an artist? I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Art, uh, scientist. Uh, I don't know. Uh, scientist? Uh, artist. Scientist. Um, okay. Would you rather spend the day at a museum of your choice or spend the day at a store of your choice? Uh, museum. Uh, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Especially in that case, museum. Yeah. Um, hey, I want to go with store. a friend. <laughs> um, Play a game. Yep. Would you rather be a celebrity or a doctor? Uh... Celebrity, like, actor, musician. Like, would I rather be a movie star or, like, somebody who could cure cancer? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would go doctor then. Yeah, because when you put it that way... <laughs> I, I mean, like, that. I want to, like... It's not what I said, but he said that. I guess, uh, <laughs> like, if you could be the greatest actor in the world or the person who cured cancer, it's like, yeah, no, I'll be the doctor. Okay. I don't do well with, like, blood and stuff. So, okay. fair enough. But then again, yeah. like... yeah. I don't want to now, so I'm gonna. I'll go with, I'll go with movie star, but or a famous person or whatever. I'm gonna uh, go with don't. doctor. That's would you rather live a tough one, in a zoo or an aquarium? Uh, mm, I would rather mm, live in a zoo. Man, that's another tough one. Yeah. This lightning round sucks. This <laughs> <laughs> is <go> rough. <laughs> I'll I'll go with zoo. I'm gonna go with aquarium. Um, That's the Dallas World Aquarium because they have a slot. Would you rather be a superhero or an astronaut? Superhero. Superhero. Astronaut. Um, would you rather have a koala for a pet or a panda bear? Oh, koala. <laughs> Koalas are awesome. <laughs> I think koala. I mean, panda bears are awesome. I would love, but then it will get bigger and eat me. That too. Yeah. The koala is just they're just snuggly. I'm gonna they're go just chill and yeah. kind of God yeah. comforts you. <laughs> Would you rather be able to meet your favorite book character or meet someone famous from history? Famous from history. Yeah, famous from history. Yeah, what if too. they're the same person? <laughs> I read Jesus. A book. I read a book about Jesus once. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. And Jesus. Um, <laughs> would you rather be a teacher or a police officer? Cat food. <laughs> um, I'll go, man, God bless both of them, uh, police uh, officer. I would, I would love being a detective. Ooh, I, would, yeah. I would actually love being a detective. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with teacher and stop there because it's lightning round. For once. Good job. I'm proud of you. Um, I'm going to go with teacher. I don't want to be a police officer. Um, would you rather be an expert pastry chef at a bakery or an expert chef at a fa fancy restaurant? Uh, chef at a fancy restaurant. Go with baker at a bakery. Yeah, I'm going to go with baker at a bakery. Is that where bakers <laughs> Is that where they make those bakery cakes? They swear they make bakery cakes. If I could turn this off, I would. Really <laughs> Good news is that's the last one. Thank goodness. 
right, friends. I just bakery cake. Throw something. Baker, aka Chris. Yes. Yeah, Chris. actually. Uh, I'm glad you enjoy Catherine. Catherine, I'm glad you enjoy Allie and Katie's song. Oh, good. Um, and <laughs> I was like, words? A lot of confusion um, there. Lots of words. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us today for episode 60. 60. Um, I know it says 59, but it's 60. Um, we'll fix that. We will fix that very soon. Um, but, yeah, have a great 4th of July weekend. Stay safe. Yeah, that's right. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Pray for us. Bye.